Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be going through some of my top buy low candidates going into week seven of the NFL season. So I think after, you know, week six, these players have taken a little bit of a dip in value and now is the perfect time to capitalize on it and go acquire them because they're just going to continue to rise throughout the rest of the season. While you guys are watching this, if you're enjoying the content, please just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. You guys can ask me any fantasy questions. I will be responding to every single person. But let's just get into the first buy low player. And this is actually not going to be one player. It's going to basically be an entire team's offense. And it is going to be the Los Angeles Chargers offense. This was just a pitiful week six performance against the Ravens. Everyone was expecting this amazing high scoring game. The Chargers were coming off their huge win against the Browns where their offense just lit it up. Everyone thought this was going to be a shootout and the Chargers just got absolutely destroyed. It was not close. It really was never close. It was pretty embarrassing and their offense only put up six points on the day. And from a fantasy football perspective, all four of their top options did not perform well. Justin Herbert, only 11 points. Keenan Allen, 10 PPR points. Eckler, 9.5 points. Mike Williams, 4.7. I love all four of those guys moving forward throughout the rest of the year. So I value Herbert as like a mid-tier QB1. So somewhere in that like QB6, QB7, QB8 range. I think Eckler is a top five, top six running back moving forward. Thinking about guys I would put ahead of him, Got Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara. You know, if McCaffrey's healthy, he's in there. Zeke is probably in there. And then Austin Eckler could very well be right behind those guys. And then for the wide receivers, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, I think both of those guys are borderline wide receiver ones, borderline top 12 wide receivers for the rest of the season. These are games that can happen for some of these top tier offenses. Just think back to week one with the Packers. They looked terrible. No one did anything. Aaron Jones did nothing. A-Rod looked awful. Devontae Adams didn't put up any production. People started to panic. Then they go out week two, just absolutely run through the Lions, and that offense has been cooking ever since. A similar thing happened last year with the Buccaneers in their second game against the Saints. That was when that offense was starting to pick it up. They were looking like they were putting everything together. Then they go out, lose like 38-3. to Brady throws three picks. No one does anything on offense. Then basically, you know, towards the end of that season, the offense was firing on all cylinders. So I do think this Chargers offense is going to bounce back. Like I mentioned, these games happen and it's kind of just like a carryover effect. You know, one thing piles on top of the other. You go down early, you have to throw the ball. You have to go for fourth downs in your own territory. You miss them. Then the Ravens get easy scoring opportunities. So I think you can basically totally disregard this game. And if you can go out and acquire any of these guys, Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, or Austin Eckler for a lower price than they should be going for, you guys should be capitalizing on that all day long. Let's move on to the second player that I'm going to be going after, and it is going to be a DJ Moore. I actually believe I talked about him in last week's video as a buy low as well, and he is still going to be a buy low here going into week seven. He played very poorly here in week six. You know, week five, he just didn't have some crazy game, but he didn't play bad. I mean, he played bad here. He lost a fumble. He dropped three passes 
and that is just very, very uncharacteristic for Moore. This really cost them the game. You know, him and Robbie Anderson, I believe they dropped six combined passes. That is not something you can expect on a regular basis. But here's the thing, even though he was terrible, the volume was still exceptional. He was targeted 13 times, which was a season high for him. He's the clear number one wide receiver on this team. And in a game where basically everything goes wrong, he is still able to put up 10.9 PPR points. That's how good of a fantasy option DJ Moore is this season. Through six games, he is averaging 10.5 targets per game. That is elite wide receiver volume, and I still value him as a mid-tier wide receiver one moving forward, especially now with Christian McCaffrey going on the IR. You know, there may not be as many touchdown opportunities, but the Panthers are going to have to continue to feed DJ Moore. So if you can kind of ship off one of your high-performing week six wide receivers to a DJ Moore owner who's kind of panicking about two lackluster weeks, I'm going to be sending out a ton of offers for DJ Moore, and I think you guys should too. I'm going to follow this up here with another wide receiver. And I do think a couple weeks ago, I talked about how I wasn't going to be putting these Bucks wide receivers on this buy low category, because basically every week you should be buying low on whatever Buccaneers wide receiver doesn't produce. Obviously, all three of these players, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown, they're not all going to have monster games every single week. It's just not possible. Brady can't throw for 500 yards and five touchdowns every single game, which is what he would need to do to support all three of these guys on a week-to-week basis. But I just had to throw Mike Evans on here because he just seems to be constantly disrespected by the fantasy community and the overall NFL community. I just think Mike Evans is not appreciated as a player coming into the season. Everyone knows that Mike Evans is the definition of a boom or bust player. He's going to have weeks where he goes out, goes for 100 yards on 10 receptions and two touchdowns. Then he could come out the next week, get one reception for like 10 yards. All of that is in the realm of possibility. So I don't really understand the people who drafted Mike Evans then kind of complaining about this boom or bust nature. It's not like he's been a terrible player, you know, throughout the season. He'll go out there, have a monster week. It kind of goes under the radar. No one really talks about it. Then he'll go out the next week play not so great, and then he'll just get ripped apart. He didn't perform well on Thursday Night Football against the Eagles. That was really Antonio Brown's kind of huge game. Evans was targeted four times, caught two of those for 27 yards. So that's 4.7 PPR points. Is that a huge hit to your starting lineup? 100%. But on the season, he is still averaging 16.2 points per game, and it's totally in the realm of possibility that he goes out in week seven against the Bears, puts up 30 points. That's the thing about Mike Evans. So if you're someone who's kind of concerned about starting Mike Evans in the future, my advice would be you keep him in that starting lineup. And if you're thinking about sitting him, then you should probably be moving him off your team because it just doesn't seem like you're equipped to handle this boom or bust player. And that's not like an insult. That's not me taking a shot. Some people really like to have the safe options. But when you have a guy like Mike Evans, Same thing with Tyler Lockett, if Russell Wilson is healthy. If you're drafting these guys, you're just kind of understanding, you know, the volatility that comes with them. And so then you can't just put them on your bench because that's when you miss out on those huge, huge performances. So I'm going out and acquiring Mike Evans. And you know how I said, if you don't want him in your starting lineup, you should trade him. You probably shouldn't trade him right now. 
wait till he goes for a boom week and then move him off your team. Because right now, I think you can definitely buy him lower than what he should be going for. But let's move on to my last buy low player. And it's actually going to be another wide receiver. And it is Michael Thomas. Thomas is going to be eligible to return off the pup list here in week seven. You know, it's still pretty up in the air. There were some rumors that he's close to coming back. As of right now, there's no clear concrete information, but this is a move for teams that are contending, teams that have started off the season really hot. You know, maybe you're 6-0, 5-1. You feel like you have a good shot to make the playoffs and you can kind of take some risky moves. These teams with top records, you can take some risks to take your team to the next level. And that is why you should be going out and getting Mike Thomas. Because if Michael Thomas comes back and he is fully healthy, it's not crazy to say that he could be a top 10 fantasy wide receiver for the rest of the season. I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten about how good of a receiver Mike Thomas has been. Just two seasons ago, Michael Thomas averaged 23.4 PPR points per game in that monster season where he caught 149 passes and 1,725 yards. And I totally understand if you drafted Mike Thomas in 2020, he totally burned you. It was not good. He was miserable when he was on the field. He was suspended. He was injured. He basically busted in every single way you can. And then he gets dominated in the playoffs. He's kind of turned into a meme at this point. But don't let all that distract you from the fact that when Michael Thomas is healthy and on the field, the man is a top tier wide receiver. And if he can return soon, the Saints just have some juicy, juicy matchups in the future for the wide receiver position. The next four weeks of the season, the Saints play the Seahawks, terrible secondary, then the Buccaneers, terrible secondary and is very injured, then the Falcons, terrible secondary, and then the Tennessee Titans. I mean, this is just a dream lineup for a wide receiver. You really couldn't draw it up any better for Thomas to come in and make an immediate impact if he can return week seven, week eight, even week nine. So I would take a swing and try to acquire Michael Thomas. And if you're watching this on Monday, I would be getting those offers out as soon as possible because if Michael Thomas is healthy enough and ready to go you know, this week, those reports are gonna be coming out pretty early on. So I would get out ahead of it, try to make a move for him Monday, maybe Tuesday, and then you just kind of have to hope that he's gonna to return to that 2019 form. But that is going to wrap it up for my buy low players going into week seven. If you guys enjoyed this video, please do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. If you wanna go check out my top waiver wire targets, that video is already up. I'm gonna be posting my sell high players later today. So look out for all of that. But thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.